Welcome to the Commercial Real Estate Investing from A to Z podcast. I'm your host, Steph Boldrini. This podcast is for everyone who wants to be part of our real estate family and learn commercial real estate investing from A to Z. I'll be sharing with you tips for real estate investing while being mentored by a few people with several years of experience so that you and I can make the least amount of mistakes as possible and succeed a lot faster. My goal is to keep things very straightforward because I value your time and you are here to learn. With that, in the last episode, we talked about the pros and cons of getting loans in a few asset classes like office, retail, warehouses, We also learned some strategies for selling your property. And in today's episode, we are continuing our interview with Billy Brown, the Vice President of Business Development for Alternative Capital Solutions. We are going to learn about self-storage lending, how long you should stabilize a property before refinancing. And Billy is going to give us the secret of who is the best commercial lender in the world. Here we go. My mentor here locally said this a lot. It's not about real estate. You're not a real estate investor. You're in the business of finance and the asset is real estate. You are in the finance game. You can exploit that into your own profitability. We haven't talked about this one, which is self-storage. Self-storage is great. Did you know that SBA will lend on self-storage? I did not know. SBA has a lot of options for self-storage if it's the right size, even ground up. What would be the size? Probably over a million. If you're going to do anything ground up on the uh, self-storage, it's going to be over a million just because of the price of steel right now, price of land. But you can get up to four years interest only. This is one where you come in and do some fun stuff where you go build it, lease it up, let it seize in a few years. Then once you have a couple of years tax returns, that thing becomes more valuable because NOI goes up and then you can do a cash out refinance. So that is only for build up, correct? Well, the SBA will, will do existing as well. But typically, if you're doing existing, then you're going to do something, if it has tax returns, something more in the long lines of a traditional bank loan. Because a lot of banks have a bucket just for self-storage. I mean, this is kind of how we think. We were approached by a bar where locally does buying a vacant self-storage building. He had a good purchase price on it. He was trying to raise all cash to go buy it and rehab it to get rid of it up. And he was having trouble finding people who want to invest in a vacant self-storage building. Months went on. And he finally reached out to us. And I said, well, you're buying it for less than tax value. We can see the value in this thing because it's self-storage. It's got a little bit of cleanup there. Why don't we do this? Why don't we do a bridge loan to acquire it? We'll give you some working capital. You take your proceeds that you've raised and go improve the property. At the same time, we will be underwriting an SBA loan for the takeout in three to four months once it gets to a certain occupancy. Usually 50, 60% or lease up is what they're looking for. And sure enough, we did it. Now, the bridge loans were more expensive. We're not going to talk about that in this episode. We can talk about that later. But the bridge loan is an in and out type of deal, a little higher interest rates. But they executed it. We were parallel to them underwriting it. And as soon as they got that thing, the point of the lender wanted, then we took it out with the SBA loan. And not only did we pay off the bridge loan, we paid off the money he raised for the improvements and gave him $100,000 cash out in four months. Four months? So what was the requirement from the second day in terms of occupancy? What? Because four months. Yeah, they got to show some, I mean, debt servicing is one of those things. It's such a low loan amount that once you get to a certain point, it's pretty easy. 
but it was in the 60 to 70% range. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. We have different lenders that will do different things. That was just one. They love self-storage. They get it. There's a strong performa and these guys are fairly strong on their, their day jobs. They weren't too scared about it. You know, imagine if you're a syndicator and you go stumble across something like this, no bank wants to land on something vacant. You get some longer amortizations in self-storage, the 25, sometimes 30-year amortized loans. There are non-recourse options out there on the bigger stuff. And then you, there's lots of ways to go play with lending and go do that infinite cash on cash. Now, assumable and supplementals and all that are not common in that world. Unless you get the big, 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 big stuff. Players like us, they're, that's not even a part of it. But you can do cash out refinance. It's fairly easy once you get the, the net operating income up there to, to replace your investors and replace your working capital. And I think you have a self-storage building. Is that right? You like some self-storage? Yes, that's the asset class I decided on for the moment where the economy is at this point in time. Yeah, self-storage is great. Those tenants, those light bulbs, they don't complain much. They don't. You replace some springs, you replace some locks, you replace some light bulbs. You don't need running water. Many places, you don't need the site to even perk. It's beautiful. Well, unfortunately and unfortunately, the cap rates have come down on those things and squeezed it, but there are still some smaller mom and pop deals out there that are for sale. If your investors out there are looking for stuff, fine, then we can definitely help you out on, on, the, on the lending for those. I kind of like it because it's the creative lending, but also because they're just super cash flow. So are you ready for the last one? Are you ready for me to disclose? Like So ready. So the excited. best lender out there. I want all the listeners out there to take a pen and paper, write this down. This is the absolute best lender out there, no matter what the deal is. You know what the best lender is? I have no clue. I'll give you three guesses. I would say me, myself, and I, and maybe family members, friends, everyone around us. Close. Okay. The absolute best lender out there, the seller. Of course. Yes. Why would a lender, a commercial lender like myself, and investor, want to tell you, go get seller financing? Because you are actually a good lender. Yes. Most people won't tell you that. But here's the other little secret. And again, sh don't tell anybody. It's between you and me. Okay. No one else should know about this. Even your listeners, don't share this out there. Commercial lenders are much better at refinances than they are at purchases. That is a big tip right there, Billy. Thank you. How long should we stabilize the property until we call you for refinance? I would start on the front end because sometimes I can even help you give you some tips on negotiating the financing because I love seller financing. Last two deal, well, besides the uh, multifamily that I did, the triplex we bought and now I'm trying to sell is also seller financed. And the office complex that we're buying is under land contract, also called seller financing. You can do some fun stuff with the seller financing. Well, the triplex that we bought here, many exit strategies once you do the seller financing. That's what I love about it. So I negotiated in a low interest rate, 4%, and I negotiated in 90 days before my first payment. That's awesome. And you go justify it, go, hey, I want to give you your, your price, but my terms, my terms are this, a lower interest rate. And I want, you know, 90 days for a first payment because I got to stabilize this thing. I've got to get people in there. I've got to put a lot of money into this thing so I don't have more money into it or there's no money coming back out. So can you do that? Yeah, they did it for me. And I want a longer loan, you know, with a couple extensions built in. You can also negotiate uh, limited recourse or non-recourse. And how was the loan for? Three years, four years? It really just depends on your terms that you're negotiating. I mean, gosh, if you get decent terms, why would you want to refinance? What would be a, the average, let's say? Most sellers want in, in and out in six to 12 months. As a lender, we want to see 12 months of financials from the owner we did. And obviously, the story helps as well. I mean, and that's where we can help. And go, hey, we're creating that story. 
many sellers, especially little mom and pop deals on self storage or multifamily or you know, smaller multifamily, don't have very good financials. They mix their personal expenses in with the deal, therefore they can't get the price that they want. So like, hey, I'll give you your price, my terms, but because you, in essence, messed up your financials, you don't have proper bookkeeping. I need at least a year, eighteen months, two years to go run this thing the right way professionally. So I can go get a proper loan for this thing. And usually start at two years and negotiate down to one if you need. And typically, we can get some you know, decent uh, lending after a year if you've got 12 months of bank statements and, or uh, P&Ls and all that. But yeah, that's, that, that's the fun part. I mean, you can go do many, many things with that. Obviously, the bigger the improvements, the bigger of a stabilization that is needed for the property. If you really see a good deal, hey, go do something creative with this thing or that's going to prove it a lot, you want a bit longer uh, time frame there to be able to prove that you can do what you go do. That's one of the cool things about us. Now, I mean, if you ask us to help negotiate with the seller on this thing, well, you know, we're going to charge you for that you know, negotiating with the owner financing. Sure. If you just want tips, I mean, that's, that's part of it, but we wouldn't want to have the takeout, us to do the takeout as well. Nothing worse than giving away your secrets and then you go to a competitor to go, go do the loan. So we want to make sure we, you know, love the one that gave you the tips and save you the money. And this goes without saying, obviously you can tell by, you know, my sound of my voice and what I, what I do, we know what we're doing. I mean, you got to pay someone to go do the loan for you. The difference in us is we're going to make you money. You know, we're going to make you more money than what you've charged and, and the fees to go do it. And it, it all makes complete sense. How can our listeners get in touch with you, Billy? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much. So the name of the company is called Alternative Capital Solutions. I have my own website that's easier to go find. It's my first name and last name, dot me, billybrown.me. And you go read about me, read about the types of loans I'm really good at. And then I've got a calendar link there to go set up a call if you got something you want to talk about. And your name is perfect for the music industry. Feels like a great fit for a singer. I appreciate that. I am one of the few people here in Nashville that are not musicians. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't be a musician, even no matter how good my voice was. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm so humbled to have you here and for your generosity in sharing so much with our audience. I really appreciate your time and I really look forward to having you come on, on the show again. Absolutely. Anytime. I mean, that, that, was, that was a lot. We can deep dive in a few of these other things that we can we talk about in the portfolio or whatever, but that was kind of a, an overview. I'd be happy to, to help your listeners out and hopefully they gain some education and, and raise some more questions to, do, uh, to take some action. That's what it's all about. And I'll leave with this. This is this is something that, you know, put my investor hat back on. It's scary. If you've never done this before, you're just starting out, you're trying to go a different asset class, it is scary as heck. And it's okay to be scared. Just take that next step and go find somebody who's done what you want to go do. And sometimes that's a lender. And the lender can help introduce you. Like us, I can help you introduce you to people who have done this before and get you a working knowledge of what's going on. And there are teams of people in place to make sure you don't screw up. So that's the beautiful thing. With the lending today and everything around it, they're going to make sure that you're not going to screw up and it's not a bad deal. So you go out there and take those aggressive steps to go find something if you really, really want it. And as always, I will put Billy's information under show notes. Thank you, Billy. Thank you so much for having me on. It was a, much, it was a great honor and hope to be on your show again. I want to send a big, big thank you to a couple of people that are not my friends or my family members that wrote a review. Mr. or Miss SXN7 said, Great podcast. 
I'm thoroughly enjoying this podcast. It is simple, to the point, and relevant with a knowledgeable host and great guests. It's definitely worth subscribing to if you are interested in commercial real estate. Thank you. And also by another awesome reviewer, SB071. Fantastic for a beginner. Amazing basics podcast that's hard to find. Steph does a great job explaining everything. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate you taking the time to write this review. You are all straightforward people. That's why you're here. And (laughs) I thank you for taking the time to do that. Believe it or not, each episode takes anywhere from 8 to 12 hours to get completely done from beginning to end. From doing the interviews, to editing, to transcribing it to our blog posts so that it's a cohesive English, bringing it from a spoken English to an easy-to-read English on a blog post. All of it takes a bit of time, and I greatly appreciate you all helping us by writing these reviews. If you know anyone who is interested in learning more about commercial real estate investing, make sure to share this podcast with them and I will see you next time.